This is your Good Time Podcast, taking us all back to the decade of good times, the 50s, a time of hope, family, faith, and a little innocence. And was sponsored by Daddy-O's, your place for delicious burgers, fries, and shakes. Daddy-O's, bringing back the flavors of the 50s. Now, join me as we go back, take a blast from the past, and remember the 50s. Now it's time for headlines in January 1950s. January 3rd, 1952. Dragnet with Jack Webb premieres on NBC TV. It was Wednesday, December 24th. We were working the day watch out of burglary division. The boss is Captain Bernard. My partner's Frank Smith. My name's Brian. January 1st, 1954, the Rose Bowl and Cotton Bowl are first sports broadcast in color. Now you can watch it in 3D. Isn't that amazing? January 4th, 1954, Elvis Presley records a 10-minute demo in Nashville. January 2nd, 1955, Bob Cummings Show premieres on NBC. January 3rd, 1957, the first electric watch was introduced in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. January 5th, 1957, Eisenhower asked Congress to send troops to the Middle East. Actually, in January 1957, President Eisenhower formally asked Congress to authorize the use of armed forces to assist any country that requested help against communist aggression. January 4th, 1958, Sputnik 1 re-enters atmosphere and burns up. January 5th, 1959, Bozo the Clown, the world's most famous clown, a live children's show, premieres on TV. January 5th, 1959, Buddy Holly releases his last record entitled It Doesn't Matter. That song was written by Paul Anka. The song reached number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in early 1959, and shortly after, Holly was killed in a plane crash on February 3, 1959. It Doesn't Matter Anymore was Holly's last U.S. Top 20 hit and featured the orchestral background of Dick Jacobs. When working on the headlines for January in the 1950s, I was reminded of a TV program I had forgotten about, and it brought back such fond thoughts of the fantastic 50s, I decided to make it center stage this month. And I hope it will do the same for you. Do you remember this? The Bob Cummings Show. Hold it. I think you're going to like this picture. That's it. You remember? You might have to think a little bit. The Bob Cummings Show. But it reran as Love That Bob, and that's what I remember. Love that Bob. It brought back very interesting feelings of being a youth in the 1950s, and I thought about being at home with my mom, who I thought was the most beautiful mom in the world. 
the feelings of being cared for by loving parents, not having a care in the world, just watching Zorro and the Mickey Mouse Club and Annette Funicelli. Sometimes these little memories trigger a truckload of warm feelings and thoughts. Do you remember Love That Bob? In the series, Cummings played a wily young World War II vet, a bachelor who took up the profession of photography, which gave him opportunity to photograph and chase beautiful models. Living with his widowed sister, Margaret, and her son, the fun began as Cummings chased women, his favorite pastime. The Bob Cummings show proved to be important in the development of several careers and other TV series. Its creator, producer, and head writer was Paul Henning, later producer of major 1960s hits such as Beverly Hillbillies, Petticoat Junction, and Green Acres. A regular in the coming show was Ann B. Davis, who twice won Emmy Awards for playing Schultze, and later appeared on The Brady Bunch as Alice the Housekeeper. Nancy Culp, also a regular, was given the role of Miss Hathaway, secretary to banker Milburn Drysdale in Paul Henning's The Beverly Hillbillies. Cummings' show gave a big career boost to a young Dwayne Hickman, who played as Cummings' nephew and became a favorite with young women in the audience. After the Cummings' show, he was cast as the lead in The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Bob's character in the show in some ways mirrored his real life. Bob served in the Air Force Reserves, and like in the show, he really did in real life own and fly his own private plane. Just a couple of interesting notes surrounding Cummings and the show. As I mentioned in the show as well as in real life, Bob was a private pilot. Well, Bob was taught to fly airplanes by his godfather, who was Orville Wright. Another note, the great George Burns was a co-producer of the show and would always be present when there was a dry run of the program without the cameras. He would sit there, smoke his cigar, and make important suggestions. So, here's to great warm memories of the 50s. That's the Good Times Podcast, a blast from the past for January 2011. Whoa, that seems a long ways from the 1950s. We're sponsored by Daddios, where things are getting more delicious every day. Our new Kansas City chili is really cool and it is delicious. And now you can have it in a Daddios chili burger. It is luscious and can only be eaten with a spoon, so we put it in a clamshell and we give you the spoon. You have to try it. With any chili order, we will give you a free regular soda. Now for all you cool cats out there, this is Mr. Daddy-O himself bidding you happy trails and we'll catch you on the flip side.